Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for December the 17th of 2019. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news from around the industry five days a week, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube and podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show, you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more because I will keep you in the know throughout the week. But today we are talking about the next Xbox because, of course, revealed at the game awards we have xbox series x coming out in holiday 2020 however after some elaboration with business insider the next generation xbox has a much simpler name than you might think it's actually just xbox we'll talk more about that in just a moment then twitch has been sued for three billion dollars by a russian firm over premier league soccer streams and finally apple arcade is now available as a $50 yearly subscription. We will talk about all of these things on today's abbreviated episode of the Jam Pack Report. You know, it's the week before Christmas, and all through the house, all the creatures were sleeping, and no gaming news was coming about. Because there's literally... We're digging deep, but I did want to talk about the Xbox thing, so here we are. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. The next-generation Xbox has a much simpler name than you might think. It's actually just Xbox. The next-generation Xbox got a big reveal last week with a first look at the box itself and a name, Xbox Series X. The Xbox Series X is part of the fourth generation of Xbox for Microsoft following the original Xbox, the Xbox 360, and the Xbox One generations. It's quite a list of names, especially compared to the dead simplicity of Sony's PlayStation line, which starts with the PlayStation 1 in 1995 and runs through the upcoming PlayStation 5 that is scheduled for 2020. But there is something particular about the way that Microsoft revealed the name of the Series X. Did you see it? The new is tiny, followed by Xbox in huge letters, and then Series X in medium-sized letters below that. Like this, small, huge, medium, they say in this nice graphic from Business Insider. Upon closer inspection, it appears that Xbox is the make and Series X is the model, as if the name going forward for Xbox consoles is simply Xbox. It turns out there's a good reason for that. Quote, the name we are carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox, a Microsoft rep told Business Insider. And at the Game Awards, you saw that name come to life through the Xbox Series X. Like the first Xbox generation, the next one is simply named Xbox. It's a basic rebranding, but a meaningful one that could help simplify the Xbox line for interested consumers. It also clarifies Microsoft's intention with its console line. Similar to what fans have seen with previous generations, the name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future, the Microsoft rep told us. Currently, there are two models of Xbox One, the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. Both came out after the original Xbox One, which launched in November 2013. For several years, Microsoft also offered the Xbox One, which looked different from both of the consoles seen above. All three of these consoles are part of the Xbox One generation, which tracks with 2013 to present day. They all play the same Xbox One games, though the Xbox One X is technically far more powerful than the other two boxes. Confused yet, they ask a business insider, as if I'm a novice. No, I know exactly what these do, but I'm in a podcast, so you might not. Uh, that's exactly why Microsoft is simplifying its naming convention going forward. At the same time, of course, the statement indicates that Microsoft is already working on other versions of the next-generation Xbox, something that lines up with repeated rumors of a discless, streaming-focused Xbox. Microsoft is not saying just yet, though. We're excited to offer fans a glimpse at the next generation of gaming with Xbox Series X, the rep said. Beyond that, we have nothing further to share. One thing is clear, that Series X 
bit is not so important. It's just Xbox from now on. And you can check out the full premiere via YouTube and, of course, in the link via Business Insider. But this is what I have been saying and a lot of people have been saying for a very long time. It makes so much sense going forward to simply call it Xbox, which is why I wish that PlayStation would have dropped the 5 and just went with PlayStation. However, I understand why PlayStation is kind of backed into a corner, because they don't have some kind of quirky, strange naming convention. They simply go with the numerical system, which works perfectly well. Uh, now, with this next Xbox, going forward, to be able to call it Xbox is going to work for the next generation definitively. Because I already said on an episode of the podcast earlier this week, I guarantee you we are going to be getting a Series S, which is the entry-level console, potentially coming out maybe six months to a year after uh, the first big Series X comes out. Because, you know... You don't want to give the people too many choices coming out of the gate. Everybody wants you to spend $500 to begin with, or more. Uh, but I do believe that this is going to potentially cause some problems in 10 years or so, uh, whenever the next generation technically comes to a close. Of course, the console generation that we have right now is a bit shorter than the average. Uh, I suppose that the consoles are not being discontinued yet, so technically it's pretty much par for the course. Uh, but... I think that whenever you move past the next Xbox, Project Scarlet, Series X, whatever you want to call it, generation, and you look into the future, it's going to be hard to maintain this branding. Uh, because the Xbox Series what? Is there going to be just another series that comes out and you're just going to continue it on like that? And it's not going to have some kind of giant debut like we see with the Game Awards this year? I suppose we will have to wait and see. That's looking very, very far into the future. I mean, that is uh, to a point at which the industry will be shaped in a completely and totally different way. But for the next generation, you are going to be seeing just simply Xbox with a variety of series that are going to be coming down the pipe. And I think that is probably a wise choice. Because don't kid everyone. You know very well, before the console is even released, if you are going to be working on an iteration of it, if you're going to be updating the model, if you are going to be adding something that's more powerful, you know pretty much what's in the cards. Uh, so go ahead and plan accordingly for that. So now you have Xbox versus PlayStation 5 with a variety of series that are to come, with one being announced so far, and that is the Series X, the vertical, uh, at least by nature, Project Scarlet. However, Twitch has been sued by a Russian firm over illegal Premier League soccer streams. Or illegal streams. Oh, oh, oh. If you want to watch soccer on Twitch, you better do it legally. The third largest internet provider in Russia, Rambler Group, recently filed a suit against Amazon-owned Twitch for $3 billion or 180 billion rubles. Is that a real money? I'm not sure. Just kidding, it is. But it sounds like a fake one. Like, that sounds like something I would find in The Legend of Zelda. Like, I'm just going around finding rubles. Uh, Rambler Group claims that Twitch breached Rambler Group's exclusive broadcasting rights of Premier League soccer matches numerous times since August 2019. According to a translation of Rambler Group's accusations via the BBC, originating from the Russian website Commerçant, Twitch breached Rambler Group's exclusive streaming rights more than 36,000 times in 2019's final months. Rambler Group seeks to ban Twitch entirely from Russia over the breach as Rambler Group purchased exclusive English Premier League streaming rights for Russia earlier this year. Twitch's lawyer for the suit, Juliana Tabasteva, told Commerçant that Twitch is not responsible. Twitch only provides users with access to the platform and is unable to change the content posted by users 
users or track possible violations, she said. Twitch has not responded to Polygon's request for comment. Thomas David told Commerçant that Twitch did everything it could to eliminate violations despite never receiving an official confirmation from Rambler Group. In Twitch's terms and conditions, streamers and viewers are prohibited from sharing content under strict copyright laws, including sports matches like the English Premier League. In fact, Twitch launched a lawsuit in June against anonymous users for illegally broadcasting porn and gory content on its platform. In a recent filing, Twitch's lawyer said it had identified some of the anonymous users in that lawsuit. In a public statement, a spokesperson for Rambler Group, Michael Grishkovkiv, Ooh, wow, that's, man, that is some Russian stuff. Makes me want to watch Rocky. Uh, defended the suit. Our suit against Twitch is to defend our exclusive rights to broadcast English Premier League matches, and we will continue to actively combat pirate broadcast, said Gershkovich. There we go. Gershkovich also said the company is currently holding talks with Twitch to sign a settlement agreement. A court in Moscow City will hear the case against Twitch on December the 20th of 2019, just three days away. Uh, this is quite the mess because Twitch has run into issues like this before. Technically, yes, they can pass the buck and say it's not really their responsibility to monitor uh, what people are putting out there. Uh, they try. They do their very best, as they said in this article and in their statement. They did take down some of the streams, uh, but you see the exact same thing whenever a big, uh, internationally acclaimed UFC fighter uh, has a fight scheduled. People will go into the UFC category and simply stream the game and act like they're playing the game, or they'll simply unashamedly stream the game and uh, make a burner account for it. So it becomes a big problem because Twitch is so free and Twitch is so easy to sign up for. Uh, and of course, you see Mixer shaping their platform in a way that takes away that risk. Of course, on Mixer, you have to pretty much go through a bit of an onboarding process, and there's a review period in which you can uh, wait to get a new uh, account before you can stream. Uh, but with Twitch, it seems like everything's pretty much straightforward. Now, I have not signed up for a Twitch account in quite some time, so they could have changed that. Uh, I believe they were working on some kind of enhanced security after what happened uh, with various shootings and the various horrendous things that have been shared on the platform. Uh, but this becomes a bit of a problem because it's not really, as I said, their responsibility, but it kind of is since it's their website with their name on it. Uh, but that's up to the courts to decide. If you were curious as to where your uh, other half of the sub is going whenever you are subscribing on Twitch, looks like it's going to a, a lawsuit with a Russian, a Russian firm. Uh, but you could be spending some money on Apple Arcade because Apple Arcade is now available as a $50 yearly subscription, and they already offered a similar annual plan for music streaming. Apple Arcade is already a fairly good value at $5 per month, but it's now more affordable still, provided you are willing to make a deeper commitment, that is. iFund.de has noticed that you now have the option of a $50 annual subscription, £50 in the UK and €50 Euro in the EU. That should save you about $10 per year. Much like Apple Music's yearly plan, this makes the most sense if you are fully expected to stay subscribed and don't mind paying up front. Is it worthwhile? Probably if you regularly play games on your Apple Gear. Apple has been steadily adding to Arcade's lineup over time, and the titles tend to be intriguing ones like Sayonara Wild Hearts, Skate City, and Ultimate Rivals of the Rink. You could be well rewarded if Apple maintains its emphasis on quality and unique content. Of course, that's a big if, and this could be a tougher sell if you prefer to play on dedicated consoles instead of your phone or tablet. So for me, I'm not really a big phone gaming guy. In fact, I would prefer to stay just about as far away from this device as I possibly could occasionally. And by occasionally, I mean pretty frequently. I'll go on Twitter and uh, check Instagram, stuff like that. But I don't spend a lot of time on my phone actively. I try to get away from it. I try to not uh, be attached to it as much. And so Apple Arcade is not something that is made for me. However, mobile gaming has grown 
by leaps and bounds over the course of the past few years, and you begin to see uh, this flourishing of the app community, of the, uh, of the phone gaming community. And I think that this is the first step towards creating something incredible. Now, Google has an alternative to Apple Arcade for the Android devices that I believe uh, is either coming in 2020 or out now. I would have to uh, look that up, and we'll do that at a later date, whenever it's more relevant. But Apple Arcade has been proven to be very good. Of course, Grindstone nominated for an award, uh, which was pretty much the headliner Apple Arcade game, or one of the standouts at the very least. Uh, but now, for 50 bucks a year, you can get access to Apple Arcade for 12 months. That saves you roughly 10 bucks. And hey, if you are a phone gamer, then you might want to dive in and give that one a look. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. Again, as we inch closer to the holiday season, more people are heading out of the office and therefore less news tends to break. And on top of that, everybody's playing these games we've got right now. I mean, have you seen the amount of releases? It's insane. Uh, but if you enjoyed the show, we will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And of course, you can always catch it right here on Twitch.tv. Just kidding. YouTube.com slash Samuel Adams Media, or you can watch me live on Twitch.tv slash Samuel Adams by clicking that follow button, getting those notifications when I do go live to hang out with you guys. But until next time, you guys have a fantastic rest of the day. I'll talk to you soon, and peace.